0: This is the Taz and Jim podcast.
1: And now it is time to tell you about today's matchups. Here we go. Jim Kelly. We've got number seven seed versus number 10 seed. Clinton versus Tavistock.
2: Mm, Two towns close to my heart here, Taz. But let's start with Clinton in Clinton in 1879, the town's library burnt to the ground, and nobody in Clinton has read a book since. Home of the Clinton (laughs) radar, I'll say they let a lot of bad drivers fly under that radar when it comes to driving tests. Everyone knows the easiest place to pass a driver's test in here on Perth is in Clinton, Hey, do you have a friend who's only lived in Canada for two weeks and has only driven a truck with three wheels before? Take him to Clinton. Got a grandma who's 95 and lost her glasses but still <laughs> needs to renew that license? Take that liability to Clinton, and you'll leave saying, I can't believe we got away with that one. They're taking on <laughs> Tavistock this morning. Tavistock, sad news, but the World Crokinole Championships in Tavistock have been canceled. It must be true because I read it in the Tavistock Gazette. What else did I read in the Gazette? Sam's Value Mart just got new plexiglass Sneeze Guard at the checkout. A local resident was just recently in a Walmart commercial, and seven- and eight-year-old Sophia and McKenna McKay are loving their new scooters. (laughs)
1: That's Clinton versus Tavistock. Another uh, 7 seed Petrolia taking on number 10 seed Fingal. Yes,
2: Petrolia. Ah, an oil man's kind of town. Home of hockey legends, Dale Hunter, Dave Hunter, Mark Hunter, and, of course, Buck Hunter, which you can play for a toonie in the basement of the Royal Canadian Legion Branch 216. (laughs) Taking on Fingal this morning. Home of the Knox Presbyterian Church with an amazing bake sale. Taz, I'm telling you, they have these special desserts you can buy, these special uh-huh. dessert squares that use three different types of berries in them. Mm. No I'm t- way. Three different berries, Taz. Yeah, they call them the berries. Not sure why they don't sell well.
1: <laughs> Jim Kelly, let us know about Binbrook versus Smithville. Mm, Binbrook, Ontario.
2: What do you call a man who's been to every brook and seen every brook? Binbrook Dunbrook. The founder of Binbrook, Ontario. (laughs) With their Binbrook Farmer's Market and the Binbrook Little Theater. Binbrook is a hipster's dream if you don't mind driving to Hamilton to get your tight pants. They're taking on Smithville this morning. Home of poultry fest the third saturday of every june and the hometown of my college roommate john Popolition, who hasn't spoken to me since graduation so i went to message him on facebook to ask about smithville only to discover that he deleted me from his friends list i guess he wasn't a fan
1: ouch i thought you were gonna say he's dead that's almost worse
2: I'd be ideal because it was very a personal shot at me, Taz. If he's dead, all debts
1: forgiven. <laughs> Erased from the friend list. Not a good feeling. Okay, we also have Port Dover versus Mount Hope.
2: Yes, Port Dover, Ontario, settled in the year 1801 by Sir Benjamin L. Dover. Ah, uh, yes, Ben Dover. <laughs> Which is exactly what they have to do when the popo rolls in every Friday the 13th. Bend over. Taking on Mount Hope this morning. Mount Hope! I barely know hope! But seriously, home to the (laughs) Hamilton Fire (laughs) Department Station 19 and the Canadian Warplane Heritage Museum. When you're in Mount Hope, you gotta have a sandwich at the legendary The Pigeon Restaurant. Where their motto is, we could even make a pigeon taste great. We don't, but we could.
1: But we don't. <laughs> you got to go online and vote for your favorite small town. Wh- who's your buddy, John Popolicious? Yeah, Poppy. Uh, True,
2: Tom... you Poppy. If anybody well, in Smithville on, knows dude. Poppy,
1: call him out. What, l- listen, what we don't. What if he actually something did happen to him? We don't want to be. Dumping on the guy. Do you know yeah, if but, he's still alive? Well, if he's dead, then how are his feelings gonna get hurt?
2: Well his family could be listening, man. No, they'll be like, oh, the memories. I remember when John used to talk about how much he hated Jim Kelly. Good times. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Port Dover versus Mount Hope, Binbrook versus Smithville, Petrolia versus fingal and clinton versus tavistock those are the towns competing today only one can be the greatest small town in the taz and jim listening area and it's up to you vote online at fm96.com we got our buddy juan the colombian back at the uh, radio station uh, juan how do they sell i'm always curious to know Holidays in Colombia, how they differ from the celebrations here in Canada. What is Easter like in Colombia?
0: Well,
3: it's very different. Um, so we start actually celebrating. It's called the Holy Week. So we start celebrating since Wednesday all the way until Monday next week. And how do you celebrate? Um well, in this, it depends of the family. A lot of people, they just drink like crazy, and they just go crazy those six days. But uh, because our religion is Catholic, um, most of us, we just don't eat meat. So red meat, we don't eat. We just eat fish during those five days. Ah. Um, we go to church every day at seven. Wow. And, and yeah, you just basically, you cannot play games, so you're not allowed to... Um, Play any games, board games, or video games, nothing mm. like that. And then you're also not allowed to listen to any music. And on TV, all you what? see is just like, like Jesus Christ movies. So it's it's <laughs> quite interesting. <laughs> Just
2: Jesus Christ movies. Can you imagine
3: it? being on
1: quarantine, you're not allowed to listen to music, you're not allowed to play any games, you're not allowed to watch anything on TV except Jesus Christ movies. <laughs> the worst holiday ever. <laughs> and you <laughs> know a what? Long
3: it's, week. it's bad because like my grandma, she of course grandmas they they're more strict with that. She contacted me on Wednesday and she's like Juanchito that's how she called me Juanchito. Juanchito, I <laughs> hope that You don't listen to that horrible music you normally listen to. Please don't eat red meat. And please, please take care of yourself. Stay at home. Just read the Bible. And I was like, uh-oh. But I, I don't want to disappoint my grandma. But like, yeah, I'm Warren's not gonna do any of those. Goes so. in
2: the
1: microwave
3: and he's playing Grand Theft Auto
1: Five. Uh, listening basically. to metal. Stay <laughs> home and read the Bible, Juancho. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please, Juancho. Hey, Juancho, you mm-hmm. do make a good point, though with the, with cuz we're the same on on good friday definitely you're not supposed to eat any meat it's supposed to be a fish day okay. and it used to be here in Canada I can remember the catholic religion it was supposed to be every friday when when you don't eat meat you're supposed to have fish every friday Wow. so maybe that explains the double meats when Ooh. you finally do have that easter feast cuz everyone went ah. one day <laughs> Eating fish, so they need to get their 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 meat levels in their body back up before the weekend is over. <laughs> they need their fish. Yeah, I think we solved it. <laughs> we solved the mystery. Thank you for the clues, Juan
3: Cheeto. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> what is the translation of Juan Cheeto? No, well, Juan Cheeto is just it. It adds the Cheeto to the end, right? It's Juan, Juan? Cheeto, <laughs> like Cheeto. It's it, I don't even know what it means, but it just sounds good, like Chester Cheetah. Cheetos. Cheetos, kind of, yeah. 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 Juan has an orange tan. (laughs) (laughs) I I do not anymore, but I do. Okay, happy Easter, Juan Cheeto. Thank you, Feliz Semana Santa for you two guys. Happy Easter, Jim Kelly. I want to say something cool like Juan did.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Don't even try it. I know you're right into ASMR, Jim. This is the, the hot new trend where you whisper into the microphone. And you make mouth noises into the microphone.
2: Yeah. I
1: mean, yeah, I used to have trouble sleeping at night, and I would listen to these
2: videos, and they made me very relaxed. But now I don't. You don't listen to them anymore? Yeah, and I thought I was weird, but now they're popular. And now I don't listen to them, so I
1: miss the boat. Oh, did you just listen to them because you like being cool? Because you felt like you were into something that nobody else was in, and now that... ASMR has gone mainstream. You don't really like it. Yeah, yeah. I liked ASMR's first album, that's it. ASMR used to be cool
0: when I discovered them. Now they're lame. I'm into this
2: new thing now where people talk really loud, loud in the microphone.
1: <laughs> I like people yelling into the microphone. Pop it. please precipitation (laughs) i just like people talking moistly into a microphone that's what it's all about you know loves it our moist speaking prime minister justin trudeau remember this clip from yesterday people
0: want to wear a mask that is okay it protects others more than it protects you because it prevents you from breathing or or speaking moistly on them. What a terrible image. (laughs) Thanks to
1: all the Taz and Jim listeners who were sending us links to memes and stuff yesterday. Uh, Good one. I I don't know who sent it. You know who you are. You sent us the uh, picture of Trudeau with his sexy beard, kind of smizing for the camera, shirt unbuttoned down to his navel, and the text read, Speak Moistly to me. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking Moistly has really caught on. And good morning, Mark Turner. He sent us a link to this video. Somebody has done a Justin Trudeau Speaking Moistly remix.
0: Wash her hands off to our elbows these are the things the things we know we know if people want to wear a mask that is okay these are the things the things we know that prevents you from speaking moistly <laughs> speaking moistly <laughs> two meters apart speaking moistly Speaking moistly,
2: keep two meters apart, speaking moistly. Yeah. You got the 80s vibe. I'm yeah. Sexy. I'm getting a little moist over here just listen to this guy. <laughs> <laughs> here, I want to hear the end of it.
0: Keep two meters apart, what I have heard from medical expertise are the things... The things, the things we know, we know. To prevent you from speaking moistly speaking moistly. okay I,
1: that's enough I didn't realize it was this long
0: <laughs> I get it I get it yeah
1: Justin Trudeau with his number one hit speaking moistly <laughs> is there anything this guy can't do <laughs> You know the way that uh, that our government is working together. I wouldn't be surprised to hear Doug Ford blaring that song in his car today. Oh, I want Doug Ford
2: to do the rap portion of that song. Where <laughs> yeah. goes to the the big guy who does the rapping. <laughs> yeah,
1: here comes Dougie. Yeah, boy, speaking is where it's at.
0: D-D- DJ
2: Dougie.
1: Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> uh, everybody is being reminded to stay indoors. Continue your isolation. Let's not stop it now. Make sure the desired effects of this thing uh, take hold. Um, no point ruining it after all that we've put into uh, changing the way we live for the past couple weeks. I know it's tempting. You want to get out there and you want to have a good time, but you can find ways to have fun around the house. Mm-hmm. Now, while we're on this subject here, Jim Kelly, I'm a little disappointed in you. In me? I I was going to bring this up off the air, not on the radio, but I think um, that we're very open, we're honest here on on the Taz and Jim show. I think this is something that we need to address. I've been receiving uh, messages online. From people who are saying that they spotted you at a nightclub, you want to take a second explain yourself
2: I well I'll be honest I was I did go clubbing the other night I
1: did I went to La shed huh? no. Lashed what yes. is Lashed <laughs> what?
2: You haven't heard of La Shed, Taz? Time to get out of the home and into the world's hottest new nightclub, La Shed. La Shed. Featuring beers from a cooler, a Bluetooth speaker, a friend saw you bored two years ago and never gave back, modern art, and a bunch of to drink that will you up. Music by DJ Dogtown, La Shed have the quarantine time of your life
1: time to get out
2: <laughs> yeah well, it turns out Shed is just my garden shed
1: yeah it's one of those funny videos you made that we've been posting online uh lashed uh <laughs> bruce the dog anything with with bruce the dog your black lab in it mm-hmm. i will watch
3: Mm-hmm. And I,
1: he's DJ Dog Pound, of course. Yeah,
3: he's rocking. Right. He's video. got the
2: headphones on. Yeah, you know, I know it's a joke video, Le Shed but I'm not joking that on Saturday night, me and the lady friend, we put out two foldable chairs or whatever, put them out there, and we sat in there listening to tunes for probably two hours, and it was awesome. You partied in the shed. Yeah, and it's a tiny. It's like a four by eight foot shed. It's not big, but uh, it felt like we were getting out of the house a little. You know.
1: Yeah, well, if you're at home and you have a space that you usually don't party in, now's the time. Go party in La Basement or La Cold Cellar. <laughs> you know, your nightclub could be anywhere mm-hmm. in your house, especially if you have kids. That's a great idea. Your totally. nightclub is in La Shed. Once they go to sleep, you don't want to wake them up, but you want to, you want to give her a little bit.
3: Bring the baby Try monitor out. Shed.
1: There you go. Done. Well, Jim, I'm relieved. I thought you were really going nightclubbing there. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> we want to party with you on Saturday night here in isolation. Again, we're doing a Saturday social on Instagram Live. Uh, we will be having a couple cold ones, and we've invited some of our good friends to join us. Who is headlining uh, this weekend's Saturday social?
2: We got Bleecker, the boys from Bleeker, joining us. Uh, so that'll be awesome. We also have Sarah Smith, another talented musician, who's going to be joining us too, and artist John Clawson, who's going to be sketching
1: people all night. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like a like a an art a visual artist. Yeah, yeah. Is he a like a, does he do caricatures or is he, he... into realism?
2: No, it's like, it's like cartoonish caricatures. He does all sorts of stuff, abstract stuff, but he does, he's been doing these celebrity caricatures, and I just recently bought one of all the characters from The Office off him. And he's from Tilsburg, uh-huh. Ontario, moved to London. I was like, let's get this guy on. His drawings are amazing. So, yeah, there's all, all sorts of characters joining us on these Saturday socials.
1: Lockdown is over in Wuhan, China. They are trying to return to normal life. It was a long haul. January 23rd is when lockdown started. So over two months, everybody was inside. <laughs> and they say it's going to be a, a, a slow climb to get back to where they were before. Just looking at an article here, Yahoo News, and the picture is a woman working at her meat stall in the market in Wuhan where the coronavirus started. <sighs> You'd have to pay me a lot of money to eat some meat from that <laughs> that meat yeah. stall right now. I've I've been avoiding bat ever since. It's gonna be, it's gonna be slow business. I w- I would assume there, <laughs> for the next couple days, anyways. But uh, it's it's wild to think about the images we were seeing coming out of China. First, you saw the streets completely barren which is wild for a, a place that usually has so many people out in public. Uh, that was a strange visual. Then you saw those trucks. Remember the trucks that were driving up and down the streets with, like, uh, mist cannons on the back of them, spraying an alcohol mist mm-hmm. into the air, just cleaning buildings and streets and everything, trying to kill the virus? It how crazy! How crazy we thought that was? How comforting would it be now to see one of those trucks drive down your street?
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, oh, thank you'd... God they got the alcohol trucks out.
0: Yeah,
2: you'd be like a kid waiting for the ice cream truck. <laughs> <laughs> Just hoping to get sprayed down a little bit, cleaned up. Yeah.
1: Maybe open your mouth, try to catch something like snowflakes. Ah. <laughs> catch a buzz off it as well. Yeah. And another thing we talked about here on the Taz and Jim show was uh, how they were using drones in China. So if you were violating the lockdown, they they would find you in public by using drones that would come down, they'd swoop down, they'd hover over you, and they'd start berating you, Mm -hmm. yelling, you got to go home, it's lockdown, you're breaking the law right now. And uh, the drone would follow you back to your house or your apartment to make sure you went inside. And when we first saw that, we were like, man, that's crazy. That would never happen over here. Well, guess what? Police departments have started using drones in the United States with speakers on them to yell at people who aren't following social distancing guidelines. Here's one that cops in Daytona Beach are currently using. (sighs) You are in violation of the
3: immediately?
1: Like, where's Arnold Schwarzenegger, man? This is like a scene out of Total Recall. Exactly, yeah.
2: It's like I science fiction.
3: Runner.
1: Yeah,
2: it's wild. I'm surprised nobody just hawks like an apple core at one of those drones and knocks it out of the sky, though.
1: Well, do you know if the drones have lasers on them, Jim?
2: <laughs> I don't, and I
1: would assume. Because I don't know. I'm not, I, I don't want to be the guy who finds out. Just get pepper sprayed. <laughs> Wild cops in the states using drones to yell at people who are breaking lockdown, just like they were doing over in China about a month and a half ago, and uh, we thought that was pretty strange, but apparently it was a pretty good idea because uh, it's gone global. They are done with the lockdown in Wuhan after over two months. If we keep social distancing, we're over a month in here. Maybe, maybe we can keep her keep her to a month and a half, or who knows?
2: Fingers crossed.
1: Fingers crossed. Just listen to your drones <laughs> and stay inside. And if you've been uh, paying attention to what's going on in the United States. You've probably heard of Dr. Anthony Fauci. He is the guy touching his face during press conferences behind Donald Trump. <laughs> He's the guy face palming. like, oh, what are <laughs> oh, you yeah. saying to these people? <laughs> he, he is the nation's leading expert on infectious diseases, and he did a Q&A yesterday. I was checking some of it out. And he thinks that some of the changes that we're experiencing now during the the battle against COVID-19 could become permanent. Here he is talking about how we may never shake hands again.
0: People ask me, are things that never going to change? I think the idea of simple things that we didn't take seriously before, constant hand washing, when people have fevers, keep them out of places where they can spread. Do not send a sick child to school. Do not send a sick worker into the workplace. Don't anybody ever shake hands again. I mean, it sounds crazy, but that's the way it's really got to be until we get to a point where we know that the population is protected.
1: I love it, baby. You love Jim, it. You're rolling your eyes. I, absolutely. You know I'm a, I've am a. been a hypochondriac my entire life, and Anytime I get the flu, I start backtracking to try and figure out who gave it to me and what action is the cause of my my suffering, of my illness. And I'm more than happy to eliminate as many steps as possible from me catching even the common cold or flu that is circulating.
2: Yeah, I guess. I mean... The thing is, what's the time frame? You're never gonna shake a human's hand ever for the rest of your life, Taz. Like he, like you sure. Know, <laughs> I don't know. I just, I don't like, I don't like it. I, I feel like the extreme steps we're gonna have to take. Like there will be a flu again. It's, it's, it's gonna uh-huh. be. You know, it's human nature. It's part of nature in general. There's never not gonna be a flu again.
1: What about sharing drinks, Jim? Do you think you'll think twice before someone says, "Ooh, that looks good. Can I have a sip of it?" And you say, "Yes?" I love I love I love with the, the platters that come out at the restaurant,
2: you know, and everybody's dipping in. I like sharing drinks, yeah. What
1: about double dippers? I think they're going to get shamed more than ever. <laughs> if you're at a party, somebody uh, double dips. The, yeah. Not a good idea in this, this new world thing. we're living in.
2: This is the worst thing to happen to a double dipper since uh, Seinfeld.
1: <laughs> and the doobies, you you gonna smoke your own or you gonna if someone puff puff passes will you accept too much of a risk? Honestly, I wasn't aware about germs and where they
2: can be. But on the on the other hand, if you if you the more precautions you take, the worse your immune system gets. And the more powerful these, like, they say that the more hand sanitizer you use, the more powerful the bugs and the flu bugs become. So is it good? Like, are we inevitably creating a bigger monster down the road? I don't know.
1: Some good news here from uh, American Dr. Fauci. He he says that if you get infected by COVID-19, immunity will be coming down the road.
0: Generally, we know with infections like this, that at least for a reasonable period of time, you're going to have antibody levels that'll be protected. So we're making an assumption that this virus is not changing very much. And if we get infected in February and March and recover that next September, October, that the person who's infected, I believe is going to be protected. We don't know 100% for sure, but I think that's a reasonable assumption.
1: All right. They don't know for sure, so don't get too excited. But if you're able to get through it now, by fall, you should be immune. And maybe those people who become immune will lead to a vaccine for others, like Matt Damon in the hit movie. That wasn't really a hit movie when it came out, but now everyone loves it, Contagion. Matt Damon had that immunity, and they needed his blood to help uh, cure the disease, right?
2: Hmm. Never seen it. Not planning on it.
1: <laughs> it's. T- I wouldn't watch it now. That's uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci. He's uh, the leading expert in the United States on infectious diseases, working very closely with U.S. President Donald Trump. Speaking of the Donald, uh, how about this question that was thrown at him during his press conference yesterday?
3: One of the biggest rating hits this has been a show on Netflix called uh, Tiger King: The Man Who's the Star. Of this is a former zoo owner who's serving a 22-year prison sentence. He's asking you for a pardon, saying he was unfairly convicted. Your son yesterday jokingly said that uh, you know he was going to advocate for it, and I was wondering if you've seen the show and if you have any thoughts on
0: uh, pardoning uh, Joe Exotic. Which son? It must be done. I had a feeling it was Don. That's
1: so dumb. I don't know. I know nothing about it. He has 22 years for what? What did he do?
0: allegedly hired
3: someone to murder an animal rights activist but he said that he didn't do that and he was you think he didn't do
0: it are you on his side Uh, well are you 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 recommending a pardon Uh, no i'm I'm not advocating as a reporter you're not allowed to do that you'd be criticized by these would you recommend a pardon i don't think you would go ahead you have a question i'll take a look
1: so some good news if you get coronavirus (laughs) now you'll probably be immune by the fall And number two, uh, Donald Trump may be pardoning Joe Exotic. (laughs) Good to have priorities. (laughs) Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, And we'll keep talking.